Welcome to Under the Radar, a show about independent iOS app development. I'm Marco Arment. And I'm David Smith. Under the Radar is never longer than 30 minutes, so let's get started. Uh, so today we wanted to talk a bit about the week of WWDC. Um, this year is a departure for, in many ways from uh, you know the, the last years uh, in a variety of ways. Um, and it seems you know worth this was the, the opportune time to talk about it. It's also slightly timely because uh, this is the week where if you are listening to this when this episode comes out, um, the week of the WWDC t- uh, ticket lottery um, is open right now. So if you are listening to this early, you still have a chance to you know decide if you want to put your name in the hat or not. Um, if you're listening to it next week, um, sorry, I suppose <laughs> that should teach you to listen to your podcast promptly. Yes. It's only 30 minutes. You should be totally just, you know, the moment it comes out, you should get a notification the next 30 minutes of your life. Um, that's what you should be doing. Totally. So obviously the biggest news um, that isn't news for this week, but is, is new for this year, is that WBDC is going to be in San Jose rather than in San Francisco. And I think, you know, the, the pros and cons and reasons behind that have been um, discussed at great length on a variety of podcasts. And I mean, we don't need to uh, unpack those here, but that's where it's going to be. Um, and I think it's a big difference for uh, both of us because I think all of our experiences um, were in San Francisco. I don't think either of us were um, Apple developers back when it used to be in San Jose. That's right. right. Yep. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's going to be a new thing. It's, um, it's, it's exciting and interesting for me in so far as it's like, it's, it's kind of nice that it's new. Um, it's also a bit, you know, like the part of me that likes routine and predictable things is a little bit sad. Cause I know, you know, I know my way around that part of San Francisco. I know what, you know, where all the hotels are. I know where all of the restaurants are, whatever I want to do. If I want to, you know, it's like, I know my way way there. Whereas, you know, I've never been to this part of San, San Jose, um, at all. So it's, you know, it's going to be a new thing, but it's, you know, it's exciting and, and, and different. And honestly, I'm most glad that they are announcing, they announced the dates early enough that it made, you know, travel planning and things um, a lot easier, especially because it was a slightly different week than I think I'd guessed. Um, but also, I think interesting, based on where they're doing it in San Jose, is that this year, it looks like they're expanding their kind of the emphasis that Apple is putting on uh, external events as well. And so in previous years, they've, they've had last year, they had on their website, a collection, you know, kind of links to different other events that are happening. Um, and, you know, this year, I think they've even expanded that further. And if anything, it's made it a bigger deal because the, it looks like the way that the, you know, sort of the convention center area of San Jose is laid out, that there's going to be a lot of events essentially on the same street, like within one block of each other, there'll be at least four conferences uh, happening simultaneously in San Jose. So, you know, like if, if in San, in San Francisco, there were these events that were happening, um, but you know, they were in downtown San Francisco, but they weren't all right there. And so I get that it's, it's kind of nice that this year when I look at, um, and we'll have links to the show notes, but if you go to like the more page of the WWDC attendee, um, site on Apple's website, you know, there's essentially all of these events are just right next to each other. And so there's going to be a lot of, there's a lot of reasons to go out to San Francisco or San Jose. There I go. Almost, almost said the wrong name. Um, there's a lot of reasons to go out to San, San Jose this year, um, whether or not you're going to WWDC itself or whether or not you're able to get a ticket to WWDC itself, which I kind of like. I mean, I think there've been different events that have happened for years. I think since it started to sell out, uh, I think AltConf was the first sort of 
um, alternative conference that was happening at the same time that started up and then others have started grown. And this year, um, we have the main sort of WDC conference. Uh, then we have Layers, which is, uh, you've, you've, I think, attended. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never have, but it's a conference that's more around geared towards a design and that side of things, but typically, but still with sort of an Apple, an Apple flavor. Um, there's AltConf, which is kind of a, it's, kind of a it, it describes itself as a free community supported developer conference um and then this year new is the coco conf next door which is a multi-track conference with trainers authors and developers from the apple community it's the way they they bill it and so there's going to be you know those four conferences within one block um which is kind of nice i mean one way or the other I and mean, I've, I've decided to put my name in for the wdc uh, lottery and i'll get into my reasons for that a little bit later um, and, you know, so I'll see what happens if I didn't get a ticket, but for right now, my, my number one plan would be to go to see uh, WDC. And, you know, if I don't, it's nice to, that either way I'll be out in, in San Jose and have a couple of different options if I wanted to try something different. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is actually going to be like in practice. Cause as you, as you said, like, this is all new to, you know, San Jose as a conference as a destination is new to to probably most iOS developers because the the time that WWDC was held in San Jose was before the iOS boom. Um, so it's new to most of us. And the time that it was held there back forever ago, Apple was such a different company and it was such a smaller event, really, that even people who have been there before for that, uh, who are kind of like, quote, the old timers in the community, um, it's probably going to even be new to them. So this is really new to pretty much everybody, including Apple. <laughs> this is like it's going to be an all new experience, you know. And there might be some rough patches, you know. Maybe certain things, you know. Maybe Apple didn't foresee, you know, certain problems or bottlenecks that that will happen there that will have to be improved on for future years. So it's going to be kind of like I, I think it's going to be a little bit of a rough draft, honestly. Uh, but I'm kind of looking forward to that. That's going to be interesting. Um, it, it's it's an opportunity for just variety, for freshness, and and the, to to try to fix some of the shortcomings of having it in San Francisco all these years. And, and you know, obviously there were many. Price was a big one, especially hotel pricing. Well, you know, that was a big one. And just, you know, just kind of getting around town in San Francisco is a very different experience than than being in a, in a um, I, I hate to say smaller city because San Jose is actually pretty big, but, it, but uh, being in like a, a more kind of commerce-focused city, I guess. Um, so that's that's all going to be very, very interesting. I like that, that there's all these different events happening in one spot. Uh, one thing that we don't know yet is whether is basically how much there will be to do for people who don't have WBDC badges. Um, and I'm going to find out because I'm actually not entering the ticket lottery. Uh, I this is the first year that I'm not going to seek a ticket at, uh, since I started going in 2009, and. The main reasons why I've decided not to, and this is not to try to convince anyone else for or against, this is just the reasons why I chose to do it this way, is that WWDC is very predictable in a lot of ways. And maybe this will change this year, who knows, but the the areas that I'm going to talk about, probably not. Um, it's very predictable in the sense that like, you generally know, okay, there's going to be you know the keynote, the State of the Union on, on day one, maybe that night there might be like the ADAs or some other, you know, kind of like featured uh, thing. And then 
the main session content the rest of the week is going to follow a certain formula. It's going to be, you know, introduction to all the new stuff they announce. There's going to be big sessions for that. There's going to be big sessions for like introduction to or like best practices for UI design, uh, best practices for like modern web technologies and modern graphics technologies and how to do accessibility and how to do internationalization and how to use iTunes Connect and how to optimize for X, Y, and Z. Like, and it's kind of it's formulaic in a in a good way and a bad way. It's it's formulaic in a good way that you generally know how to like once you've been there once you kind of know how to operate the conference. Uh, you kind of know like you know what you should go to, what you might be able to skip and catch catch later in videos, what will not apply to you at all. Um, and for newcomers, it's also very very good because there's so much introductory content there uh, and so many of the sessions are really just kind of high level overviews and then you're kind of left to read the documentation or start playing with the api to actually get the gist of it um that it, it is a really it's really good for what apple is probably optimizing for you know every year they say that you know x percent of our visitors or x percent of attendees this year are, are attending for the very first time and usually that percentage is around half sometimes higher um so it's it's clearly geared towards first timers and if you go every year for like you know five years in a row or more like like what we have um it starts to get a little repetitive and it starts to get a little less necessary and and you get less benefit out of it now every year there is always new stuff but it's there there's less and less new stuff every year that if you've gone for like the last five years like there's less and less value to to going every single year um for you know for people who have been there a lot and i think i've reached the point now where when i go i don't take full enough advantage of the sessions anymore there are too many sessions that i either uh go to and and realize that you know i that it's kind of moving too slowly for me or i'm already kind of past that stuff or it's repetitive from last year and so i duck out um or there are too many that I just defer to watch on video later at faster than one X speed and QuickTime Player, and uh, and and maybe just skim the notes for before I even start watching the video. Uh, and so for me, I've decided to stop seeking tickets for the time being. Maybe I'll start again in the in the future, but this year I'm I'm skipping it uh, because. Not that WBDC is only for beginners, and not to say that I'm super smart and don't need anything. That's not what I'm saying at all. But that what it usually is. I've seen most of that already. And so I'm going to and and I think I'm at the point now where I can benefit more from conferences like Layers and AltConf where they they talk something somewhat about the technical stuff like what Apple does. But very little. Most of the most of their talks, especially Layers, um are are more about like the business side and the design side and and it's more about like what you should build and and maybe like you know how it should look and work rather than here's how to use this new api uh, because i'm finding as time goes on that the new api stuff you know first of all it's it's less and less stuff that i actually want to use because it as ios as a platform is maturing it's getting all, all the new apis are getting more and more specialized and the the kind of general stuff that everyone uses is, is really getting a lot more stable and having less change every year um but also that the bigger challenge to me in my in my career in my apps in recent years is not the technical side of it the technical side of it is fine i can look it up you know as i do it the bigger challenge to me is the business side and the design side and that's where i feel like i can get the most value out of a you know conference style setting and the 
the API stuff, I can yeah catch up with reference material later, or I can watch the videos really fast in QuickTime Player. Yeah, because I think there's really the when I, like when when I was thinking, you know, I mean, it's it, every year I I've you know have to decide if I want to put my name in the hat, and this year I did. You know, I've registered for the conference, and I'm you know I'm very hopeful that I will you know will randomly be selected for it. Um, and mostly, it seems like there's two reasons why going to WWDC is a good idea. The first is kind of the the same reason that it's fun to go to a, a band's concert rather than just listen to the album that there's an experience part of it that i remember very you know I, I have some very strong positive memories of the experience of going to wdc of waiting in line for the keynote um, of seeing steve jobs you know speak at a keynote or things like that that are just you know they're, they're experiential it's not like, like from a purely practical standpoint it is you know the same information is you know, transferred to me, but there's an excitement and an interest in that. And I think especially if you've never been to a WDC, like that kind of reason of just wanting to go for the experience of it makes a lot of sense. Because um, I think, yeah, generally the information transfer part uh, from the sessions, they've done a tremendously, you know, they, they've accelerated dramatically the rate at which, you know, the videos come out. Many of them are even live streamed now. So if you wanted to watch virtually, you totally could. Um, and so the, the, you know, the, from the, just the information perspective, it's like going just because you want the experience of that. And that's, you know, I think a, a good and valid reason. Um, and the other reason, and this is the primary reason why for me, it's still valuable because, you know, I have many of the same kind of things for you of, you know, I've been many years now, so I, it, that, you know, it's less about the experience or the information for me, I go for the labs. Um, and if anything, this year is probably a slightly, uh, even even a stronger pull for me because by moving it to San Jose, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the lab's um, offerings were even more reinforced because it's so close to Cupertino. It's so close to, um, you know, the, the, their main offices that the number of engineers that they could reasonably transfer up and down um, or even just the, you know, the types of engineers or whatever could be you know, enhanced. Uh, and for me, like, that's what I do pretty much the entire week of WDC. Like Monday, I'll go to the keynote. Um, and then you know, Tuesday through Friday, I'm at the venue all day, um, but I'm going to like one or two sessions a day and just spending the rest of my time in line or at a lab talking to somebody. Because for me and the kind of apps that I build, that is the kind of the, the truly unique experience that WWDC offers, where it's not so much learning what the new APIs are and from the session of how you know ostensibly I'm supposed to use them. You know, my pattern is I take an API that looks interesting, but it's just something that either I'm going to integrate into an app or, as I am want to do, tend to create new apps um, in the few months between June and uh, September. And I'll sit down and I'll make a you know, quick prototype and I'll take it to the labs and I'll be like, this is how I'm using what you built. Um, am I using it right? Or I'll start asking questions. And in some ways, I, I kind of feel slightly good where it seems like often I'm providing a service to Apple as well as they're providing a service to me um, because it's being able to, you know, it's like you get a lot of the like, huh, you're using this in a way that it was not intended to be used or you're using it in a way that we never thought would be appropriate. And it's, you know, or huh, you found some interesting bugs or that is kind of awkward when I, you know, I run into things. And so for me, that experience is irreplaceable because there's nowhere else really um, that you can get that kind of help. I mean, sort of you can do it with filing technical support requests um, with a developer programmer things, but it's definitely not the same as, you know, like meeting face to face with the person who wrote um, you know, like a lot of the watch kit stuff or the person who wrote the audio stuff or someone who wrote UI kit stuff or core data stuff, whatever it is, you know, actually dealing with the person um, or even more 
encouraging on the lab side of things is, you know, you, you ask a question, they're like, huh, that's interesting. And then they call someone over who's like, you know, it's like, you need to talk to Bill. And you bring, bring over Bill. It's like, hi, Bill. You know, this is Dave. He's having this problem with something. And it's like, then you run into the guy who actually wrote the thing that you're, you know, you've been hitting your head against. Um, and I used to you know, have this kind of self-consciousness about like, I need to have really good questions for the labs. Um, but what I found is it's like the best questions are just, you know, a, a, it's almost topical. It's just saying like, this is the thing that I'm, how I'm using it. What do you think? And from there you can have a really good, rich discussion. And so for me, that is tremendously valuable and something that, you know, I still, I still did, you know, sort of desperately want for my summer to be prepared for. And so, you know, for me, I'll, it makes sense to put it in, but I totally see where you're coming from that, you know, for some, for, if you don't have a ticket, there are so many other good choices or choosing not to have a ticket even, um, you know, that there are so many different choices that you could tailor to your experience, you know, like layers is a great example for, you know, design focused or altcomf or cococomf are great. You know, if you want to be on the more technical side still, um, but go for a conference, but then, you know, rather than doing a technical conference at a time, you know, just sort of some other week in the year, you can do it at a time when there's going to be lots of other developers around and there's going to be um, a lot of more community things that you can potentially run into. You know, you could meet some people who you might not otherwise meet or even just, you know, it it's create, creates opportunities for things that if you went to a conference in Cleveland, as lovely as Cleveland is, it's not the same as being, you know, at WDC week in that place with, you know, where it's the only time where you're going to be surrounded by, you know, literally thousands and thousands of uh, iOS developers. We are sponsored this week by Dice. Don't just look for a job. Manage your entire technical career with Dice. Download the Dice mobile app and learn more at dice.com slash under the radar. Dice has been helping tech professionals advance their careers for more than 20 years. They have the tools and insights needed to give you an edge. The Dice Careers mobile app is the premier tool to manage your tech career from anywhere. With thousands of positions from top companies, you'll find exactly what you're looking for. If you're, if you're wondering what's next in your career, Dice's new career pathing tool will help you learn about new roles based on your job title and skills. They even show you which skills you'll need to make the move. And the Dice Careers Market Value Calculator allows you to understand what your skills are worth. Discover your market value based not only on your job title and location, but also your specific skill set. So once again, don't just look for a job. Manage your entire career with Dice. Download the Dice mobile app and learn more at dice.com slash under the radar. Our thanks to Dice for sponsoring this show and all of Relay FM. So whether or not you uh, end up deciding to put your name into the WBDC hat and whether or not you get it, I think there's also so the other side of the being out there that seemed worth touching on um, is some of the evening events and kind of more social aspects to going out. Because um, while the conferences are, you know, are, are, are very worthwhile and useful, um, there's going to be a variety of other things going on. And it seemed worth uh, pointing out at least a couple of them to get to get a sense of kind of what that looks like. And the first thing that it seems you know, definitely worth pointing out is that this year they're going to be doing a relay meetup. Um, so for the, you know, the relay FM network, which is the, you know, the lovely home of this podcast. Um, if you're not, I have, you, you, I just realized that you may not realize that you actually are listening to a show that's part of the relay network. <laughs> and if you don't listen to the end of any sponsor read, when I say, and all of relay FM and all of relay FM, well, now you know what relay FM is. It's, it's a <laughs> network of shows, um, by awesome people. And, uh, relay is doing a meetup on Monday night, um, at the quilt and textile museum of San Jose. Isn't that um, awesome? Which is, awesome 
Um, and so we're both going to be there. Um, so that's, you know, something that if you're in town, um, you can try and get a ticket for. I'll have a link in the show notes um, to there's a kind of a sign up page to get an email when tickets go on sale. Um, you know, it's one of these things where there's a limited quantity of them. And so there'll be um, it's a little bit complicated to get a ticket. But if you do, you know, Marco and I will be there. Um, also, especially worth noting for the relay meetup in particular, most events at conferences are 21 and over only because most events are held in venues with bars. And it's easier for everyone to run everything and for them to keep a liquor license if they just restrict to 21 and over at the at the door and don't and don't have to deal with like wristbands and stuff. The relay event is actually being held in an all ages um, venue. So that if you are under 21, you can go to that and you, you'll actually be able, get, be able to get it. And that's uh, very, very rare for conference events, unfortunately, for people who are, who are under 21. So especially worth noting if you're if you're younger, uh, try that one. Yeah, it's it's. And I mean, and I know the that Mike and Stephen, the people, you know, the, the founders of F Relay, that was an important thing to them to make the event as inclusive as as possible. Um, so it was, it was pretty pretty cool to see that they did that. Um, and then I think other other events that are going to be happening, um, there's the Beard Bash put on by Jim Dalrymple, which is also on Monday night. I think it's a bit later usually, so it's you could, it's possible that you could go to both if you wanted um, or if you were unable to get the a ticket to the Relay event. And then Tuesday night, there's the Talk Show Live. So the last couple of years, John Gruber has definitely raised the bar um, each year progressively in terms of uh, who he has on his show. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, who gets to go there, but that's always a good time. On Wednesday night, uh, James Dempsey and the Breakpoints, um, which is, if you've never heard it, is a, is a delightfully, it's a, James Dempsey does sort of comedy music about iOS development and Mac development. Yeah, it's like, it's music by a programmer, but it's all, it's really funny and it's also pretty good music. Yeah, and so it's always good fun. And that one is great because it's, it's a benefit to support uh, app camp for girls and so it's not just like going for the concert it's also a, a benefit concert that they put on there um and then you know if you, you requires a wwc badge but there's also on thursday night is usually the um the big sort of wwc bash um which is kind of a good way to cap off the the week if you were if you were going there for the you know for the concert experience it actually ends with a concert um well there's things on friday but you know the, the big sort of capping social event is on thursday night and I think, you know, all of those things are really good. They're, they're usually good and fun. I mean, the best experiences I usually have at WWDC socially are the more quiet, um, sort of just hanging out with a few people um, over dinner or at a bar or over coffee or lunch or something like that. Like that is tends to be where I have the, like the, the experiences that really stick with me. These kind of experiences are great, though, for meeting lots of people. Um, this, you know, it's, it's kind of an, that environment where it's not rude to... You know, it's like talk to someone for five minutes and then talk to someone else for five minutes. You know, you can kind of move your way around and just meet a lot of people. Um, and so I really enjoy going to these events. And that's, you know, where I will I will be at prob I will be at one of those events probably um, every night. Um, it's just sort of the way that I try and and do it. And especially for someone who is not, I wouldn't say antisocial, but uh, socially reluctant, perhaps uh, like myself, it is and like perhaps many people who might come to WBDC, um, they're good thing that i force myself to go to for the purpose of meeting people you know and i've definitely i have relationships now with people who i met because i forced myself to go out um and do things like this um in fact i believe that that is where i met you um was it was that it was at a i think it was coming out of the 
beard bash one year no well like that. yeah we we're coming out of the w and right in front of that at that corner yeah like in front basically in front of the entrance to the w hotel yeah but like you know and that's where i met you and that's you know now we do a podcast every week and you know you just never know where these things are going to happen just by being available and these are just you know like you don't need an event like that i imagine because all these events are so close together there's just going to be a lot of kind of just natural interaction but also the you know, events are a good venue for that and so you know, i would encourage anyone who's coming out to at least think about it even if it's not necessarily your thing usually um to at least try to go out to you know to one or two events just to be a bit more social and you just never know what's going to come out of it yeah i would i would definitely back all that up because uh i you know i a lot of my friends go to wbc so like i there's lots of time that i have to hang out like you know just getting you know lunch or coffee or hotel bars with people uh that i already know but every year when I go to one of these bigger events, things like the Beard Bash or, or you know, the Relay Meetup or the Talk Show Live or, you know, other or the concerts or the, the WBC Bash, every time I've gone to one of those, I see people there that I don't see anywhere else the whole week. I, there's always, like, and usually a good number of people at these large events that I, where I only see them there. And so if I didn't go to those large events, I would miss probably half or more of like the people who I who I see or who I know who I want to meet every year. And so I very highly recommend, as you said, I very highly recommend going to these auxiliary events and, and you know, the big official ones like the like the Apple Bash. Um, and in fact, one of the things that I regret about not getting a ticket this year is is that I'm not going to be able to go to the bash. And if Apple has any other kind of events around town that they're probably going to require a badge and I'm probably not going to be able to go. And and the bash was always, you know, it's always a little bit hard to socialize there because it's a lot of people crammed in and even though it's usually at a very very large space, it's still a ton of people. Uh and and so it's kind of hard to get around but even despite that and even when it gets loud and even when i can't even hear people that well despite all that i still see people there and have conversations there that i wouldn't have that that wouldn't have happened elsewhere and that didn't happen elsewhere the rest of the week so it's still worth going to those kind of things if you can so highly recommended um as for specific plans uh i'll be going to i think all of these things except except for the the bash um and i i am going to layers as i mentioned earlier um i love layers it's it's great i i didn't go last year but i went the year before and absolutely loved it and people who went last year like our friend casey liss uh, had very very positive reviews of it uh so i'm looking forward to that and uh I might even stop by all conf if i have time and uh we are also going to be uh doing something at coco conf yeah we're going to this year um they approached us and asked if we would like to record um, our week's episode during the conference there. And so we're going to be doing that. So if you're attending CocoConf and want to listen to what uh, recording a podcast in 30 minutes or less is like. Um, <laughs> it's a big party. Of, I, it's like if you want to enjoy <laughs> that stress along with us, trying to squeeze the entire WBDC announcement into 30 minutes, um, we'll be doing it live at that CocoConf, which should be a good time um, to, you know, it's something we've never i've never done i've never recorded a podcast live that i can remember so it'll be a little bit exciting for me um and you know just should be interesting and fun and another opportunity to you know run into people who um you know who are listening to listen to the show or are interested in you know saying hi it is it is quite an experience i'll tell you that i've only done it a couple times but it's quite an experience and highly recommended uh you're probably going to hate it but the audience will love it (laughs) (laughs) that's fair yeah 
Um, but yeah, but I think in other ways, just the, the closing thoughts about WDC week, I think it's the general thought of, I would encourage anybody who's on the fence about coming out to San Jose that week to really try to, um, it's, it's a funny thing to, you know, it's like, obviously there, you know, there's lots of reasons why you might, it might not work to come out or it might not make sense to come out, but I always have learned something when I go out. And I've always met people, um, many of, you know, many of my best friends now I met by going out to WDC and there's just something, I don't know, it's like, there's something exciting and fun about going to a place with lots and lots of people who all care about the same things that you care about that, you you know, you end up in, you know, you, you, you end up waiting, waiting in line to go into something and you can talk to almost everyone there about the cool, the things that you, you, that you care about, that usually if you're waiting in line at the grocery store, if you turn around and ask somebody, Hey, what do you think about that cool stuff they're doing in iOS 11? I don't think you're from space. It's not going to go so well. Um, but it's kind of exciting that anybody there almost, you can talk. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a great community. It's a great scene. Uh, there are a lot of unknowns this year with the new location and some of these new things, but, uh, I think it's going to turn out pretty great and I guess we'll find out. Yeah, and we will both be there. And you know, as always, I, I always try and have the disclaimer um, whenever I do these shows of saying, if you see either of us, um, I'm well, I'm speaking for you, but if you if you see if you see me and recognize me, come over and say hi. I would love to say hi. Um, it always frustrates me when I hear super when I hear from people who say, oh, I saw you, uh, you know, I saw you at such and such, but I, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to say it. It's like, well, come over, and say hi. Like maybe I can't talk for a long time if I'm on my way to something or I'm in the middle of something, but I always love to say hi. It's really cool to hear, you know, hear from people who listen to the show and actually, you know, put, um, you know, faces and names to just like, a, you know, a download number. So, um, it's always kind of fun. So I always want to just throw that in there that, you know, come over, say hi. It's always fun to, uh, you know, to, to meet new folks. Yep. Agreed. This is the one time of year where, you know, where people like us have a chance of like getting recognized randomly on the street. And that's really <laughs> cool because the and rest of strange. the time it does not happen. It basically allows us to like be micro celebrities in a very small space for a very short amount of time. And then return to regular life and have none of the drawbacks of actual celebrity where, like, you don't have to worry about too much about, like, being recognized in the grocery store all the time here. But, like... It's never happened to me. It's never happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, please come up and say hi if you see us that week, um, which we might remind you of as, as it gets closer. But, anyway... Uh, We are out of time this week. Uh, We hope if you want to go, we hope you're able to find a way to go. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.